you've got 10 skill points. You can put some skill points in your Airbnb, in your food truck, in your coaching business. But now you have one skill point in 10 different categories. What's much more valuable and will accelerate your success. I like accelerate. I like increase. I don't want to get there shorter or slower. I want to get there faster. You're listening to the official 9 to 5 CEO podcast. This is the show where two nine to fivers discuss gyms, strategies, and how to survive the lifestyle of balancing a job and building a business. And now, here are your hosts, Tremaine Robinson and Zena Dixon. Hello, and welcome to the nine to five CEO podcast. I'm one half Tremaine, aka the nine to five landlord, and I'm Zena Dixon, aka Zena Dixon Inc. And on today's episode, we have a special guest. If you want to introduce yourself, bro. Man, I'm Bruce Hill. They call me New Skills, New You. If you yell new skills, I'll probably turn around. (laughs) I teach entrepreneurs to hear yes more often. Oh, that's dope. We love to hear it. (laughs) One of my favorite words. So uh, just taking it back, bro, you talk about like your upbringing, where you around a lot of entrepreneurs, businessmen, like kind of what led you to that realm of space man my journey started december 2015. I, you know i grew up pretty average uh middle class neighborhood went to college didn't use my degree pretty average story really nothing exciting i didn't know entrepreneurs existed i didn't know how to spell that word until about 2016. so my buddy calls me in december he said bruce we're gonna read 12 books next year and that's just the kind of friends i have shout out to the home team man who calls you up and says, we're reading 12 books this year. <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's do it. That's one a month. I, fit, I think I can handle that. And I messed around and read a book that suggested the average CEO reads 60 books a year and attend six conferences. First thing out of my mind, hey, I'm too busy for that. And But I caught myself. And this is where I pat myself on the back. I do brag. Um, I don't know about y'all. I like to brag. Right, yeah, you got poppy shit. And I'll... And I'll pat myself on the back because I said, I caught myself and I said, you know what? If a CEO has time to read 60 books, I'm going to make time to read 60 books. And that really transformed my life because at the time, there's two layers to it. At the time, I thought the CEO was the big dog, right? Money, power, respect, three the hard way. And I thought to myself, if I could be the CEO, that would take care of everything I have appear and become reality. Now, in the process of reading all these books, I learned organization. I learned consistency. I learned discipline. I learned goal setting and check it out, goal planning. I think a lot of us set goals. We have no idea how to reach them, right? That was transformative. One new skill will change your life. The other layer underneath that, though, I started reading about the people that started the companies. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. You can start companies? You're allowed to do that? I was like, oh, it's over. <laughs> and I've been an entrepreneur ever since. I'm a huge advocate for reading because it'll change your mind. It'll change your life. Dope. Dope. So at that time, what were you doing at your nine to five? And how did that change once you kind of got the entrepreneur thing going? Man, I had just moved to uh, uh, Nashville, Tennessee, about 400 miles away from where I was born and raised in the state of Ohio. And I was doing okay, right? Just average. I had an average apartment. I had a car, a little Chevy Malibu. Nothing to, nothing to brag about, but it hey, that's started. That's what I had. <laughs> hey, man, all, the, all the cool kids had a Chevy Malibu or a Buick. And, you know, the, the air was cold, right? That was really it. It was cloth seats. It was average. 
And the job I transferred there, that division was sold. So suddenly I didn't have a job. And I realized, I was like, man, I could stay in banking and customer service and I could keep making, man, I was making $30,000 a year in 2015. I was like, oh man, <laughs> looking back, I'm like, how? What? <laughs> how is that possible? So I said, man, look, I'm tired of being average. I had enough, but I never really had extra. I was like, man, how do I get some extra? So I called my buddy and I asked him for advice. And this, man, please write this down. If you ask someone for advice, they're going to give you advice based on their life experience. If you take their advice long enough, you're going to end up with their life. So you know, if he had been selling houses, I might be a real estate agent, right? Uh, if he had been selling life insurance, I might be a, a broker. If he had been selling drugs, I could be dead or in jail. Yeah. Fortunately for all of us, he sold cars. So guess what? I went and sold cars. And fortunately, I found a good company that had uh, high integrity and, and good practices. And that's where I learned how to sell. And one new skill will change your life. So as this was happening, I didn't realize it. But when you're 100% commissioned, that's as close as you're going to get to being an entrepreneur before becoming an entrepreneur, right? Before you, your name is entrepreneur. So I was just I was just a regular to do work more hours, make more money. That was the formula. I didn't know about leverage. right? I didn't know about passive income. I didn't know about scaling. I didn't know nothing. <laughs> but one new skill will change your life. <laughs> Great. Wow. Great question. That is so now I know because I talk to you a lot. And every time I talk to you, you persuade me to do something else. That's that salesman mentality. <laughs> Because the salesman at the car dealership, they got it on lot. Like if you go on the do- on a lot, you leave them with a car. And so like that skill, that skill set and that skill level is just like it's elite. So now I understand. I'm putting two to two, two and two together, Bruce. <laughs> it, it makes me an unstoppable coach because I want you to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Even if that decision is no, I want you to look me in the eyes and tell me no. And a lot of people are afraid of that, which is why I'm more successful, because it's very important. I don't want you to call me back. I don't want you to sleep on it. I don't sell mattresses. Make a decision. (laughs) Oh, that's powerful. That's powerful. So how do you leverage your talents and skill set to help entrepreneurs? Because I know that you specialize in service-based entrepreneurs. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, there's five things I learned from sales that I transferred to my clients. And what's what's interesting is I don't want you to be a killer closer, right, or, or a sales professional. I want you to be the authentic version of yourself that makes more money. So there's five things I cover to help them get there. The first one is confidence. And this is so important for those service-based businesses because a lot of time it's intangible. So I'm thinking about my life coaches, right? I'm thinking about my mindset coaches. Even if it was a power washing company, you can't really take your house with you. Like, hey, guys, check out this great power washing job, right? So confidence is very important in transferring that enthusiasm for the intangible. The next one is communication. Being able to effectively communicate the problem you solve and the value you add is an invaluable skill. Because I know some really amazing people. You ask what they do, they'll tell you, and you still have no idea what they do. Anybody? Has anybody been there before? <laughs> the next thing I teach is listening. And I separate those from communication because they there are two sides of the same coin. But when I learned how to listen more effectively, I made, I doubled my income. Actually, literally. <laughs> I did a webinar on it last week. So then after communication, after listening, I teach them how to learn. 
because I discovered one new skill will change your life. You don't have to go back to school. You don't have to wait till you get married, wait till you have kids, uh, wait to finish your degree, wait till you move to it. You can start today to change your life just by learning a new, a new skill. And then last but not least, I do teach some sales mechanics, right? Um, phone call structures, like how to properly ask for the money, properly increase your prices. I do teach some mechanics, but if you listen to those five things, that's the very last thing, right? It's 20% of what I teach is actual sales skills because your inherent qualities as an individual, as an entrepreneur, are so much more important than just charging people money. Mm. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. So question for you. Um, when you first started your business, as far as, uh, you know, teaching entrepreneurs new skills, did you go full time with it? And my second question to that is how on your side, how would you vet out somebody that would be like, you know what, I can work with them compared to being like, you know what, they may not be cut out for me yet. So I was really excited to hop on this podcast because I still do have my nine to five. Mm-hmm. And uh, without getting myself the trouble, I work much less to make the same or more because of the skills I've learned over the years. So, so working at 40 hours to make 30 has changed to, to have those hours of twice the money. And what I've done is I created my life to have space to grow as an entrepreneur. There's two things there. One, you have to be more deliberate about your time, how you use your time. And I think that's very important. That's not a natural skill. It takes practice. It takes learning. And so I am much more disciplined. Like, look, I've got two or three hours before the sun sets. Let me see what can I accomplish right now and being very focused. So I do sell my nine to five. And then I, I probably when I go full time entrepreneur, it's, it's going to be retirement. And the target, the target is 2025. So I'm just going to jump off the cliff. So I've got to set some things up. And so I, I wake up every day with a sense of urgency. I've got a lot to do and a little bit of time to do it. Now, on the flip side, you say, okay, how do I vet who I work with? Well, I like service-based businesses, less than five employees, less than five years, and making less than five figures a month, right? I want to make sure that we're helping you set a strong foundation here first. I don't do Facebook ads. I don't do, I don't set up websites. And I'll even teach you, like, I don't even care about your LLC until you have a customer. That's where it starts. So I look for people that are willing to serve, and that's more important to them than the money. And another great way to filter out potential is just charge them. If they can't afford it, they're not ready. A lot of people like to lower their prices. No, come back when you're ready. (laughs) We can't hear you. I had to mute because the motorcycles. Um, That's so key, Bruce, because a lot of entrepreneurs, when they first start and they put out a course and stuff like that, they'll charge like the lowest amount based on the people around them and what they think they can afford and Mm. base base their product on that instead of um, one, having it to a price where you're weeding out people that's, you know, that's not serious and that's not going to, you know, uh, that's going to waste your time, essentially. Um, And that's not going to act on it because, you know, for what I what I sell and what Tremaine sells, it's like you have to put action forth in order for it to be something that's going to be advantageous for you or beneficial for you. So what do you tell those entrepreneurs that started out at a low price point, but we know that what they're selling is so much more valuable like how, what, do, what do you tell them? Um, because, you know, a lot of times they already started down that path before you come into, you know. And that's where one of the first things we teach is confidence. I, I have to have you believe in you enough 
to raise your prices. And there's a proper way to do that. So real, real quick, you can set any price you want for any of your products or services. You can make up a number. You can sell a cake recipe for a million dollars and there is someone that will buy it. What we run into though, is we don't have the time or resources. Uh, and I say time is the most valuable resource, but I'm talking money, advertising, right? To find that person. So a lot of us can't survive for two, three, four, five years. It would take to find a person that's going to give you a million dollars for your grandma's secret cake recipe. So there is uh, upper limits. What I teach folks is I say, hey, when you increase your prices, you increase the quality of your customer. Because what you're not going to do is come into my program, not show up on time and not do the work and blame me. You're not going to make me look bad. I got five-star reviews because I get five-star results. So increasing your prices is a service, is a blessing to the people you work with. Mm -hmm. The higher they invest, the more likely they are to show up and execute. And what's interesting is I can show you what to do, but I can't do it for you. There's some things I just can't do for you. And so it's very important that we make sure it's just uncomfortable enough that they're going to do the work to get the results that they want. And so they're like, but Bruce, but Bruce, I just started. I just started this year. I just started last month. I just started last week. I don't want to charge too much. But here's the thing. You're not charging them for how long you've been an entrepreneur. You're charging them for the results that you're going to get them and mm -hmm. for the experience that you have in creating those results. I've been a sales professional for 15, 20 years, depending on which way you slice it. I've been an entrepreneur. I've started New Skills in a year. It was a year ago. You're not paying me for that year ago when the LLC paperwork got filed. You're paying me for 20 years ago when people were answering the door with guns in their hands because they didn't want whatever I was banging on their door to sell them. Do you work a nine to five but looking to add more value to your five to nine through rental property investment? Rental property management does not have to be difficult, confusing, or impossible while you work your day job. Tremaine, a.k.a. the 9 to 5 Landlord 414 presents 9 to 5 Landlording 101 for Beginners. This complete guide will help you to manage your rental units while you focus on your 9 to 5, and Tremaine will give you the entire blueprint, the tools and the processes he's personally used to manage his rental unit portfolio while working his 9 to 5. Grab yours today at 9 to 5. 5landlord414.gumroad.com That's 9to5landlord414.gumroad.com It's 9to5landlording101 for beginners by Tremaine, a.k.a. the 9to5landlord414. If you're looking to buy your first multifamily property but don't know where to start, don't worry any longer. We have a solution for you. Book a one-on-one 60-minute call with Zena Dixon today. In our time together, you'll receive the answers to your questions, insight into your goals, and an action plan that you can put into motion to start you and your family on your wealth-building journey. Investing in multifamily real estate was the beginning for countless millionaires. And now is your turn. Book with Zena Zena Dixon today at Calendly.com forward slash Zena Dixon INC. That's Calendly.com forward slash Z E N A D I X O N I N C. Also, see the link in the show notes. Man, that's that's going to cost you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bar. That, that part right there is so key. It's not about how long you've been in the game, but the result that I can get for you based on my experience. That is so, so true. I was speaking to an uh, individual who helps you create funnels and stuff like that. And 
he, I was telling him I was struggling with my pricing on my course because I'm like, I know a lot of people need to use FHA. They need down payment assistance, blah, blah, blah. He was like, if you sell your course for less than a thousand dollars, I'm going to be highly upset with you because what you want to tell them is going to change the legacy of their family to buy their first multifamily property that they can share that with their family members and they all can get to the bag and all can own buildings. He was like, so you would be selling yourself a huge disservice by, you know, packaging up your information, your expertise and just selling it for like 200 bucks or 300 bucks. He was like, at minimum, it should be a thousand dollars. And I felt like, oh my God, that's so much money. And he was, but when he told me that I was like, you're right, but you're right. Cause what I'm teaching them was going to give them cash flow of a thousand dollars at least and they're going to make their money back and more, you know? So it's, it's so key, you know, what you said. And I hope everybody that's listening heard that part, rewind this and go back to that part, write it down because that is like the linchpin of, you know, having the confidence about what you're selling and what you're putting out in the world and being properly compensated for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know, hire that person. That sounds like they got a good mindset. Right. That's a fact. Can you talk about the adjustment to working a nine to five when you're just doing a nine to five compared to working a nine to five when you have an entrepreneur idea on the side? Because I know for me, once I got that entrepreneur thing, it became very hard for me to just solely focus on work because you have so many ideas, you know, running through your head as far as what you're going to do on your entrepreneur side. So can you speak to how was this like working a nine to five while being an entrepreneur on the side? Oh, yeah. So this is this honestly is, is going to be an hour of me cussing and yelling, but we'll keep it short. So first of all, if your business hasn't consistently grown for six months and that first month doesn't cover your basic expenses, you are not ready to quit your job. First of all, we're not talking about quitting your job over here. We're talking about creating systems and processes. We're talking about creating a business because a lot of you all are side hustlers. You don't have a business. You have a, a side job. First of all, Second, I hear all the time people like, oh, I'm not, I'm just not passionate about this. I'm not passionate about this. They're not paying you to be passionate. They're paying you to do some work. What's really fun, no one's born with a passion. No one's born with a passion. And this is so important to realize. Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, was really good at basketball because his parents played basketball and he started early. Tiger Woods, he wasn't born. When he was born, he didn't know anything about golf. He golfed because his parents taught him how to golf. If Kobe Bryant's parents had played soccer, he might have played soccer. If he had stayed in Italy, he might have played what they call football. So first of all, stop stop looking for passion. So I got some good news for you. That's the bad news. The good news is you can create it. You create your passion by what you do over and over and over again to get really good at. But Bruce, I don't really care about my job. It's not getting me closer to the goals. Your job should do three things. And I will tell you to switch, not quit, but switch jobs. Your job should do one of three things or a combination. One, it should pay you enough to have extra to invest in yourself. Okay, I'm saying that again. Your job should pay you enough to have extra to invest in yourself. One new skill will change your life. Number two, it should create time flexibility so you can take that time and use it to create time freedom. All right. Or number three, it should be teaching you a skill that you can use to accelerate your success. So for me, I work at sales. I'm never going out of business. <laughs> so it needs to pay you enough to invest yourself, create time flexibility, or teach you something. Combination is wonderful. And I'll say keep your job as long as possible. The second, underneath that, I like what Nehemiah Davis says. 
how you do anything is how you do everything. Do your best at your job, because surprisingly, that habit of integrity and self-discipline is going to create the habits and self-discipline you practice in your business. Mm-hmm. I agree. Totally agree. Um, I I know that you're part of the Todd Billion Mastermind. And um, we talk, I, I, you know, I'm always looking at his post because he posts like a million times a day. And he, he made a post or a comment or something where he says, make your offers so ridiculous that you almost feel uncomfortable making it. Can you speak to that? Like, what what's the philosophy around that? So there's there's some different philosophies. And this was a tough one for me because I used to sell software, which is intangible. And that monthly that monthly revenue would be 10, 15, 20 thousand dollars. And you had to sign two or three years. So when entrepreneurs tell me like, oh, I don't want to overcharge for my course. I'm like, you can't overcharge. Charge them. (laughs) So I really had to do some reflecting and some some market research to understand the emotions that people were going through charging. A lot of times the discomfort you feel is a physical expression of your own mental limitations. You don't see the value in your program, so it's tough for you to charge more for it. Especially if you've been in your position, uh, your status of life for a long time, it's tough for you to remember what it was before you accomplished, right? Before you got your six pack, before you got your first house, right? Before you mastered productivity, whatever it is you're teaching. And so I had to go back to the beginning when I was scared to pick up the phone, right? When my voice cracked when I was talking to more than two people at once. When my, uh, <laughs> how's the song go? Knees weak, palms are sweaty. Once you feel uncomfortable asking for that amount of money, you, you're, you're getting close to the sweet spot. That's, uh, Tony Robbins calls it an action trigger. That's an indication that you're reaching the upper limit of your mental limitations. Now, what you do once you set that price, you work backwards. And I just made a post on this less than 60 minutes ago on increasing the value. Never, ever lower your price. Increase your value until it makes so much sense. You're telling me for $1,000, you're going to help me make a cash flowing property I can keep forever? That really should be $10,000. If that's the case, I want 50% of that first year's revenue. So you position it as it's on sale. Mm, That might be a nice little ad. You got to be careful with Facebook ad when you talk promises. But you say, look, what if I could sell you $10,000 worth of passive income for life for just $1,000 one time? That's that's compelling. The first one's one's free. (laughs) So does that answer your question about the price being uncomfortable? It totally does. It totally does. Because I, I think that's the thing that I struggle with. Like you said, someone being in something for a limited amount of time, because I just got into real estate a year ago, but I have receipts for the things that I've done and what's going on. So um, that, that helps tremendously. Like that, that may, that gives me a quantum leap in my brain that, yeah, you can, you can do that and you can charge the price that you want to charge. Mm. Now, don't miss that. If you need a book to read, you want to transform your thinking, go find a book called Quantum Leap. That's the title. Well, look out. Okay. I like how you just, like, ain't in it. 
So, hey, question for you. So I know right now you're building your business to, you know, one day retire and leave from it. And I know you network with a lot of entrepreneurs. Has there ever been any other ideas that came to you that you're like, you know what, one day I might get into that field, no matter if that's investing, trucking, real estate, you know, courses, et cetera, et cetera. So I read a book called Thinking Grow Rich. And I actually make a habit to read that two or three times a year. In this book, one, uh, he describes something called the sixth sense, which is our connection. He calls it to the infinite intelligence. What's very intriguing about this concept is he says this intelligence has all the knowledge from today, yesterday, and tomorrow. And when you're connected to it, sometimes you'll get ideas that aren't yours. And maybe that's happened to you. You're like, man, that's a good idea. Where did that come from? What I do is I write those ideas down. I write those ideas down. And what happens is the more I treat those ideas like gold, the more of them I get. I have a literal notebook, and I'm going to need a new one soon, that's filled with ideas that aren't mine. And yes, the short answer, if it's not too late, is yes, I have hundreds of those ideas. If I just had an extra million dollars, what would I do with it? I would go open that notebook and I'll give you some for free. I'll give you some for free. One thing that's very valuable is creating communities, the strength in communities. So what I wanted to do is to create a platform that allows other people to create communities. So how can we use this? Uh, a friend of mine got a bartending license last month. I said, how valuable would it be if you had one resource where people could go and say, hey, bartenders want in. And then other people say, hey, bartenders available. We do that for Airbnb. Let's do it for bartenders. Mm -hmm. How easy would that be if you're like, man, we need a bartender for our wedding. Scroll down, date, skills, number of people, mm, done. And these are just simple ideas, but they can make you a lot of money. Please steal it. I want you to. I want to look up and be like, ah, someone beat me to it. You're welcome. <laughs> there's there's hundreds of those in there. That's awesome. That's awesome. I know with um, Tremaine and I doing this podcast, we talked to a bunch of different entrepreneurs and they're all in different business verticals. And, you know, um, one day somebody will talk about having a food truck and we'll be like, Oh, maybe, maybe we need a food truck. Maybe we need. This. So it's just, <laughs> we, you, we get that, you know, I think and for a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of people in general, the shiny ball syndrome, it's just like, Oh, that looks like that could be dope. That looked like that could be dope. So how do you hone in and stay into in your zone of genius and not get distracted with, trying to go after the next thing that could potentially make you a lot of money, but you're going to have to ramp up with time and energy and all of that stuff. Keep a very simple mantra. You can do anything, absolutely anything, but you cannot do everything. And I'm still working on a, a metaphor or analogy to concisely explain this. Here's what I've come up with so far. When you're playing video games, sometimes they give you some skill points. Let's say they give you 10 skill points and you can put those in different places, right? You put in speed and persuasion and lockpicking skills, but you only have 10. This is what entrepreneurs need to realize. You've got 10 skill points. You can put some skill points in your Airbnb, in your food truck, in your coaching business, but now you have one skill point in 10 different categories. What's much more valuable and will accelerate your success. I like accelerate. I like increase. I don't want to get there shorter or slower. I want to get there faster so I can enjoy it for longer. 
So I said, take all those skill points and put them into one, maybe two. And this is what we call innovation. Sales training isn't new. Personal development isn't new. But I'm the first person to combine the two and recognize that they're intertwined. Pick one, maybe two, and pour all your time and energy into one of those two things. And so you ask yourself, all right, Bruce, what do you do? Well, I teach entrepreneurs to hear yes more often through personal development and sales training. Okay, great. Does a food truck help you do that better? No. Does it help you do it faster? No. Well, then guess who's not going to buy a food truck? <laughs> and that's a very simple framework that I yeah. use when making my decisions. Is a food truck an awesome idea? Absolutely. Cash flow can be amazing. But does it help people <laughs> in personal and professional development and sales training? No, it doesn't. Got it. Got it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Great so, question. What, so what's next for you? Like, where do you see yourself, you know, doing the next, I don't know, five years, five years from now, if you could kind of look ahead and kind of, you know, where you hope to be? Great question. Great question. And, and it's tough to look five years ahead without having a plan five days ahead. So let me tell you my five day plan. I'm going to tell you my five year plans. Five days from now, I will have completed another book. I do my best to read one every week. Right now I'm reading Dotcom Secrets. Uh, Zena is talking about building those funnels, right? Understanding those funnels. Five days from now, I should have worked out five times. Zena and I were doing a push-up challenge. And I've been consistent working out, but man, those push-ups got me. <laughs> and then five days from now, I have I should have educated at least five times someone, person, group, platform, on new skills, new you. Those are those are the daily activities. Here's something. <laughs> I'll write this down. You cannot control the outcome. And this is very interesting. I read this first in the twelve mm, the twelve week year by uh, Brian Moran, and he said you can't you can't achieve any goals. You can't control that. He said you can only control the activity. So pick the activities that are most likely to help you achieve that goal. First engineering. I'm like, oh, and that's the difference between goal setting and goal planning. Yes, I can set the goal to be a millionaire, but am I going to work on creating a a program that's five thousand dollars and getting it to two hundred people? Right, that's the activity. Yeah. So when I tell you a plan to retire in 2025, I can't control how fast 2025 gets here, but I can control what I do every single day in order to make that future a present reality. So what I've done is I'm working on my financial literacy and building credit, business credit so that I can scale new skills to you to be a, a premier sales consulting and training firm, right? So now I can duplicate myself in every state and city so that I can quickly, as quickly as possible, fire myself. Yeah. The second layer to that is, is always real estate. <laughs> it's always real estate. Oh, mm-hmm. It's to take that commercial property so it cash flows. That's it. The money should should, should go to work. Facts. Facts. That's it. This is a two-step plan. Scale and automate. I love it. I love it. That is where we are right now, learning to automate our businesses so we're not in them so much so we can work on acquiring new properties and things of that nature. So, I mean... Bruce, this has been like, so this, this has been a masterclass. I'm going to just say it. (laughs) For sure. You know, if you're listening, run this back a few times, share with friends, because this right here, 
this was this was this was no nonsense. Bruce is he's that guy in this space. Like every time I speak to Bruce in the DMs, I just be like, wow, I need to go harder. You know, I need to go harder. I need to read more books. I need to do this because he encouraged you in such a way that's so eloquent. You don't even realize you've been motivated. You're just like, I, I guess. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I receive it. I appreciate you, Jermaine. You have some great questions. That's that's really what's so important about what I do is that knowledge is effectively useless. I remember one year I uh, I did actually I accidentally read 72 books. And what's very interesting about that is my income went down. Why is that? I spend more time learning than I spent time doing. So it's really interesting is this year, my my average books per week, I think I'm on track for uh, almost 30% drop year over year. Know your numbers, people. And what's interesting is my income is on track to double. What's the difference? More execution. Nothing that I teach you is particularly revolutionary. What makes me outstanding as a coach is I keep it so simple, it's really easy to do. And when you do it, you get results. I What's that old men's warehouse uh, commercial? I, I guarantee it. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, if you are an entrepreneur, small business, your service-based business, you want to increase your revenue, you want to increase the sales process, you want to hear yes more often, please, please, please tap in. I'm here to help you win. You can reach me anywhere, everywhere. New skills, new you. Twitter, Instagram, fan base. Shout out to Black-owned platforms. LinkedIn, all the above. It's new skills, new you. And I'm here to help you win. Awesome, awesome. Before we go, you need to talk about your new book. I know you just dropped the book. You, you're now an author as well. Damn, published author. You know, I think I sold them, sold them all. I might have to re-up. So I created, let's start at the beginning. I have a buddy. He's been telling me for 10 years. He's like, man, I want to write a book. I was like, you should. He's a really great guy. He's telling me he's done some amazing things for his community. I was like, man, that would be a great book. He said, man, I need to write a book. I'm like, you should do it. It's easy. Well, I didn't have a book. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to lead by example. So I found, shout out to Vision Avon, at Vision Avon on Instagram, the book Profits Queen. She helps speakers, coaches, consultants write the right book that creates multiple streams of income. So I tapped in with her. And she, she was working on collaboration projects with some of my great friends, Javon Wooden's in there. And she made it so easy. I don't know if from start to finish, I spent 10 hours getting this done. And it was phenomenal. What? And writing a book is really easy. I don't, I don't think people realize how easy it is. Respectfully, I'm proud. If you finished a book, great, great job. The hard part isn't writing it. It's okay, we need to edit, we need to publish it, and then we got to sell it. And that's what she helps with. Um, so I did that not as part of my business. I might do one more strategically. I really did that just for all of my friends that said they wanted to write a book, just to show them how it was possible. It's called All Gas, No Breaks. And it's about creating a life that you don't need a break from. I love it. I love it. I need to cop that. When okay. are you when are you when are you um when will you have more books in or you take um back pre-orders? Yeah, I, I will have, I have the link open at New Skills New You on Instagram. Um, no, it's not there. Where did I put it? Shoot me a DM on Instagram and I'll get you the link. Um, if I can get 10 pre-orders, I'll re-up. And I'll sign them too, because I'm in a good mood. <laughs> well, thank you, Bruce, man. Uh, like I said, we appreciate you coming on here, speaking about, you know, 
skills and why they're important and just the entrepreneurial mindset, but also detailing why the job is equally as important. Absolutely. Yes, yes. We're huge advocates of holding on to your job so you don't have that added stress that we talked about in the DMs, Bruce, how yeah. you was just like, you know, you wanted to be able to work on your business in a more calm state, you know? So yes, definitely. Your job is your first investor. Don't don't cut off your first investor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm a huge advocate for quitting your job eventually. <laughs> thank you for the opportunity to serve i do appreciate it. it's a great conversation and uh remember y'all one new skill will change your life all right Absolutely. Thank, thank you again respect thank you. man thank take you care enough. bro